Welcome to the Weekly Boost. My name is Ricardo Bueno, and I'm a 10-year veteran of the real estate industry. And this podcast is dedicated to taking an honest look at the reality of marketing and growing your real estate business. My guess is you want to close more deals, whether it's working with buyers or sellers. But it's not as easy as some people, like bullshit marketers, would have you believe. I spend my day consulting with some of the best agents in the industry, which basically means I have a front row seat to the behind the scenes of world-class marketing campaigns and listing strategies, and I'm here to unveil some of those strategies and tactics with you. Listen in as I share what's good in real estate and the world of marketing. Let's go. What's up, guys? Ricardo here. Welcome to another solo episode. And I think this week I want to spend a little bit of time on developing a more effective contact and conversion process and using or leveraging automation to assist you in the contact process, right? To assist you in making the sale. Automation shouldn't entirely replace what you're doing. You should be, you should still be doing the steps of trying to make contact, nurturing the relationship, and getting it across the finish line. Automation doesn't replace that. Automation doesn't replace the nurture process. But I do want you to think about what your contact and conversion process looks like now and then trying to find ways to improve it. So we sat down and we looked at our numbers over 2020. And we helped our agents generate something like 7,800 and some odd leads. So 7,800 leads. And we're using Verse for some of this data. We're using Verse to reach out to those leads. And uh, I think the, the end result was something like 1,900 leads were converted into an appointment or 1,900 leads were contacted and requested interest in scheduling an appointment to go preview a property, get pre-approved, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a really good number. But I think that a lot of times, you know, one of the guests that I had on the show before was Tom Ferry. And we talked about how closing a sale is essentially a three-step process, right? Selling real estate is really just a, there's a three-step process to closing more deals. Number one, you got to meet and talk to people. Number two, you got to nurture the relationship. And then number three, you got to negotiate and close the sale. Well, I think that a lot of time is spent on meeting and talking to people. Maybe you're a natural networker. Maybe you're just great at open houses, et cetera, et cetera. You're, maybe you're buying online leads. You know, that part is, I think, a little bit easy. And then negotiating and closing the sale, well, you sign a new listing contract or you have a buyer that you want to submit an offer on. But that part in the middle, step two, nurturing the relationship, I think that's the part or that's the step that we often try to leap over, right? We're trying to go from step one, meeting and talking to people, to step three, closing the sale without spending any time on step two, which is nurturing the relationship. And so there's a little bit of a myth in in real estate and generating online leads. And the myth is, well, I need more, better leads. You know, I don't have a lead nurture problem. I just need higher quality leads. And I don't think that's true. I think that's a myth. The reality is, the truth is, no, you don't need better or higher quality leads. You just need to nurture your conversations better or for a longer period of time. We suffer from something called the pancake effect. So you want to keep adding and eating more delicious pancakes at the top 
But the reality is all of the delicious pancakes are already soaked in syrup at the bottom, right? So you don't have a lead generation problem. You have a conversion problem. There's a bunch of opportunity already sitting in your database. And so the next thing that I want you to think about is, well, how many contact attempts does it really take? And I forget where I got the data from, but one of my one of my past projects was a consultant for a large real estate company. And we generated online leads for our agents and we distributed those leads to our agents. And our job was to coach them, you know, to success. And I think it was Velocify that came out with the report and they found that your chances of conversion increased by about uh, 400% if you respond within a minute or less or something like five minutes or less. The longer you take to respond, the lower your chances of conversion by just astonishing amounts. And then the other thing that they found in their study is uh, something that we began to practice with our agents, and it was this mantra of six times equal success. In other words, your chances of closing a new prospect or a cold prospect incre uh, increase dramatically, or most salespeople saw conversion after the sixth contact attempt at a minimum. So that's why we had this mantra that we practiced when it was six calls equals success or six times equals success. You have to, at a minimum, attempt to reach out a, a total of six times. You know, if you call the prospect once, I think we have this preconceived notion that if we call them and it goes to voicemail, then that's not a good lead. Or if I call them twice and it goes to voicemail, then that's not a good lead. When, and that's just not true. The reality is a lot of these leads, just like you and I, they're busy. They're people that work, you know, probably a nine to five. And so that's why we see high engagement rates, engagement rates off hours. And it's why, and on weekends, and it's why sometimes our leads, we get responses like, hi, yes, I'm interested, but can you please have somebody call me? I'm at work. So can you please have somebody call me between six and 6.15 while I'm on my drive home? Those are actual conversations that a lead is having with an ISA. So I think, again, the presumption is, oh, they didn't answer. I'm going to stop at two contact attempts and assume this is a bad lead. And we don't engage in the you know further follow-up attempts. But the reality is they're busy just like they're, they're human beings. They work. They're busy just like anyone else. So what I would say, you know, I keep saying six times equals success, but what I would do is I would double your number of touches. I would just double that number of touches. I think what we've seen statistically is that people are responding between the ninth and 13th attempt, but we call people that fill out their information online. We call online leads. We call them button pushers and form fillers. They're filling out their information, not just on your ad or on your website. They're filling out their information about a dozen other websites. And so there's a couple of things that you need to play to here. You need to play to your speed to lead. You need to make sure that you're following up on these opportunities as quickly as possible. The second thing is you, if you add a layer of automation on top of it, you're ensuring that you know no leads fall through the cracks. But then again, because they're following up on or they're registering their button pushes and form fillers, they're registering on you know about a dozen other websites. By doubling up your attempts, 
you're you're also doubling up your your chances of success or your chances of being there at the right time. Because you have to picture this, the consumer is sitting in front of the computer and they have about five different browser tabs open. Why are they going to choose you versus those four other agents? So all of your contact attempts, the content that you deliver as uh, you know drip pieces of content, all of it needs to educate, empower, maybe entertain if that's your style, but it needs to provide some form of value and it needs to communicate, dang, this guy knows the market better than each and every single one of those other agents. So I'm going to choose him because he's continuing to deliver value and he's being persistent, right? So, so I would definitely, if you think it's going to take nine contact attempts to convert a lead, what I would do is double up your attempts because that'll definitely increase your chances of success. The other thing that I, I kind of want to point to here is Verse, which is one of the companies that we like and use, they came out with this report called the State of Lead Conversion in Marketing and Sales. And a few of the things that they emphasize in that report is, is some of the things I just mentioned, which was emphasis on speed to lead. They have some great tips on following up with leads there. Um, and they talk about marketing automation, how it can assist in the connection process, but it's not meant to replace the nurturing process. But one of the things that they said here was that if you're making meaningful contact in five minutes or less, and ideally on nights and weekends too, you're going to beat out 83% of the competition. So, so one of the things that I know they asked Daniel, who's the director of business development over there, one of the things that I know we asked him on a recent podcast was, you know, what's a quick way to improve our lead conversion process? And, you know, he said, here's the easy, that's an easy one. It's uh, be first. So in that report, they talked about the average time to first contact and only 17% of respondents replied within five minutes or less. 28% replied within 30 minutes or less. 17% uh, replied within one hour or less. And then here's the, the kind of big discrepancy. 21% replied within one business day, 6% uh, within two business days, and then another 6% within more than two business days. What I would say here is if you can be first as the new leads, as these new lead come, come in, that's probably your best case scenario. And then that's where automation helps. So when we generate a new lead off of one of our Facebook ads, for, for example, to put this into context, what we do is we use Zapier to get the leads out of Facebook and into your CRM, and then we start them on a drip campaign. Now, a couple of things are going to happen here. You're going to get a new lead notification email that says, congratulations, you have a new buyer lead on your listing at 123 Main Street. And it'll say, you know, congrats, Ricardo, you have a new buyer lead on your listing at 123 Main Street. Here's their first name. Here's their last name. Here's their email address. Here's their phone number. And then we ask them two qualifying questions as part of our process. We ask them, how soon are you looking to make a move? And it's multiple choice because we don't want people fiddling with their thumbs and typing on a phone on a lead form. So... We ask them, what's your time frame for moving, for making a move? 30 to 45 days, three to six months, six to 12 months, or no hurry, just looking. And then the other question we ask them is, do you have a pre-approval letter? So yes, I'm already pre-approved, or no, I'd like to speak to a lender. That's how we're gauging the temperature of the lead that's coming through. 
So you get that as an email notification and then we zap the leads from Facebook. We reformat the phone number because Facebook adds, uh, I think, a, like a plus one or something. So it errors out the phone, uh, the phone number when you're trying to make a call. We, we reformat the phone number to make it a national call. And then using Zapier, we dump the lead into whatever CRM system you're using, LionDesk, KB Core, Boomtown, uh, Chime, et cetera, et cetera. We, we zap it into whatever CRM system you're using, and then we start them on a drip campaign. I'll get to the drip campaign in a second, but the point I kind of want to reemphasize here is this preconceived notion that you know consumer direct leads suck. They don't. It's just that the nature of all of these consumer direct leads that you're generating, a lot of them are early entry buyers. So if you've been in one of my webinars or you've listened to one of my talks, you know that I always say a, a lead is good. Just a lead is going to be ready when they're when they when they're going to be ready. In other words, a lead is going to be ready when they're ready, not when we want them to be ready. So even though we want to convert a lead now, they're going to be ready when they're ready, right? So, so a lot of these are early entry buyers. Some of them, you know, are in the mode to purchase three months from now, four months from now, but a lot of them are 12 months, 14 months, 18 months from making a decision. So your window is going to be three to 18 months. And the whole point of having an aggressive sort of follow-up process and an aggressive sort of drip campaign is to capture the ones that are motivated now, but then not forget about the rest. We want to put them on a long-term nurture sequence, Right. And then if you play to the fact that, you know, half of these leads are not going to be contacted initially, right, off of that verse report, then you're already, by making an extra effort to contact them initially, you're beating out 83% of the competition, right? A few of the other numbers that we found were, you know, 85% of those qualified leads do close or will close between 3 and 18 months. That's why it's important to have that nurture process in place. And then... You know, you're going to have a significant return on investment if you're playing to this sort of long game approach. Your, your conversion rate should be somewhere between 1% and 3%. If, if it's not there, you know, establish a baseline, establish your, your sort of process and stick to the process, and then you can find ways to improve the process. But you should have between a 1% and 3% conversion rate. So here's what we do with the leads as they come in in order to play to that long-term nurture process, when a new lead comes in, we dump them on a seven-day drip campaign. So you're getting the new lead notification email. The presumption is you're calling through those leads to try to make first initial contact. Uh, my hope is that for the first three days, you're doing uh, twice-a-day contact attempts, right? For the first two or three days, you're making twice-a-day contact attempts, leaving voicemails or text messages. And then that drip campaign is going to run its course. So the first email says something like uh, de subject line details for 123 Main Street. Hey, John, my name is Ricardo, and I'm the realtor that's listing 123 Main Street. It really is a great home, but great for one person is not great for every person. So would you like me to send you a list of homes similar to 123 Main Street? Um, also, are there any other areas that you're interested in as well? Um, hit reply and let me know. Look forward to connecting. And then we wait a few minutes. We wait about five minutes. They get a text message. Hey, John, this is Ricardo, the realtor that's listing 123 Main Street. I just sent you an email with all the listing details, but I wanted you to have my phone number in case it's easier to call or text. Feel free to let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, connect soon. Sincerely, Ricardo at ABC Realty, right? And then we wait about two days. 
if we don't hear anything back, the next email is, uh, I don't think it's not yet, I forget the subject line, but you might say, uh, you might say not interested, question mark, and then the email is going to say, hey, Ricardo, maybe 123 Main Street isn't the right home for you, so can you tell me a little bit more about your dream home? How many beds are you looking for? How many baths? Are you looking for any specific features like a big swimming pool for those big summer barbecues? Um, and then we say something like, I'm sure you've been in, on tons of websites. So just so you know who I am, here's a link to my Zillow agent profile. I really do pride myself on providing the best value I can for my clients. Look forward to connecting soon. Um, sincerely, Ricardo, right? Then the last contact attempt within that seven-day window, by now, you've already, you're still doing your daily call attempts, right? And you're varying those call attempts, hopefully, by morning and afternoon. Um, the last email says, uh, not yet, question mark. Hey, Ricardo, I'll take your not responding as a sort of back-off signal. I totally get it. Right now may not be the right time to buy for you, but whether you're looking to buy in two months, six months, or two years... I want you to know that my team and I are here to help. In the meantime, I'm going to set you up with the HomeBot Monthly Market Digest. It'll help you explore the market based on what's most important to you. If you have any questions, you can always get in touch with me through HomeBot. You should have been set up with your account already. If you haven't, just hit reply and uh, I'll take care of it. Feel free to call, text, or email me anytime. Talk soon, right? That's your last sort of uh, ditch email. And we get a pretty good response rate to that one, I think because it's... A, it's, it's fun. It's like, I'll take your not responding as a sort of back off signal. I totally get it. And then, but again, we're trying to get aggressive within those seven days. You're trying to, you know, do that initial contact attempt. You're hopefully varying those attempts between day, between days one and three. And then the automation it's running is course for those first seven days. And it's a combination of email and text strip, right? So you're getting pretty aggressive within those seven day window. On that last email, you're hopefully dumping them into some form of long-term nurture. And for us, that tool that we like to use is HomeBot. So we dump them into HomeBot for buyers, which will then start its own sort of onboarding process. Hey, uh, where are you looking to buy? When do you want to close? Is this a second home or a first home? If this is a second home, hey, it looks like you currently own a home. Why don't you give me your address and I'll send you an instant home equity report as well. And so then HomeBot is going to let them explore markets on a couple of different criteria. They can explore based on temperature of the market, on price. They can explore on closing timeline and um, the average number of days on market, which I think is essentially closing timeline. But once they drill down into an area, what HomeBot is going to do is it's going to email them once a month, month after month after month after month. So, hey, Ricardo, the markets are on Costa Mesa are changing. Click here to see what's new. And in 30 days from now, hey, Ricardo, the markets around Costa Mesa are changing. Click here to see what's new. So hopefully what's happening here is you're generating all these leads. You're, you know, creating video content, your uh, monthly neighborhood update or your monthly neighborhood market report. Here's what's happening in the real estate market. Here's what's happening with interest rates. Here's what you should know. You're, you're promoting that video content. You're doing... Uh, to a custom audience of everyone in your database. So all of these new leads that you've converted, right? So they're seeing your regular video content, but they're also getting regular messages in their inbox from you that say, heads up Ricardo, or heads up new lead. The markets around Costa Mesa are changing. Click here to see what's new. 
So you got your branding and awareness ads that are hitting them with new content. You're in their inbox with new content every month through HomeBot or some other type of automated monthly email, right? If you don't want to use HomeBot, you could create an email newsletter. Um, and then what we do to expand on that long-term nurture process is we're trying to aggressively convert the leads that are ready to go now within that seven-day window. But remember, leads are going to convert when they're ready to convert, not when we want them to be. The best we can do is have the presence to be top of mind. So after that seven-day drip email, three months later, we put them on a uh, sort of a, a city-based drip campaign. And it's a three-step campaign. Three-step campaign. The first message says, hey, Ricardo, a while back you contacted me about buying a home, dot, dot, dot. And then the second message, uh, about a minute after, are you still thinking of buying a home in Costa Mesa this year? Question mark. And then we wait about an hour and we say, um, case you've, I'm sure you've been on tons of sites. So in case you forgot who I am, here's a link to my Zillow agent profile. I really pride myself on doing the best I can for my clients. Right. So seven day drip campaign into HomeBot for monthly uh, long term nurture. Three months later, they get that three part uh, series. Are you still thinking of buying a home in Costa Mesa this year? Question mark. We're looking to see who was on the sidelines. Can we uh, shake the trees and, you know, get them looking at homes again? If nobody engages within that, you know, uh, quick call to action, that's fine. We're assuming they're still early entry buyers. So what we do is we wait another six months and then we send them a three-day re-engagement campaign. And that three-day re-engagement campaign is a series of emails and text messages. And the first one says something like, regarding your home search, hey, Ricardo, a while back you contacted me about buying a home. The market has changed and so I have interest rates. And I wanted to reach out to share some of the latest changes and updates for and the best programs for buyers. Um, let me know when's a good time to talk. Uh, look forward to connecting. And then a text message. Hey, Ricardo, it's been a while since you contacted me about buying a home. I just sent you an email, but wanted you to have my phone number in case it's easier to call or text. Um, I'd love for you to give us a call so we can give you an update. Talk soon. And then day two, another series of emails, day three, so on and so forth. I just recently recorded a uh, YouTube video that walks you through that entire three-day re-engagement sequence. And if you want to download that script, the script campaign, just go to ricardobueno.com forward slash live. You can access that video and access the scripts. But what have we done here? Again, uh, I think the goal here is, or, or, or the bold claim we made, is that you know, real estate is just, or closing more deals is really just a three-step process. Meet and talk to people, nurture the relationship, close the sale. What I want you to do is I want you to spend more time looking at your current systems and look for ways to nurture that relationship a lot better. So part of it is, is doing the manual sort of speed to lead and making those attempts yourself and doubling up on the number of attempts that you're currently making because they're probably not enough. But then it's leveraging automation. The email sequence that we put our leads through is an entire annual sequence. Automation is not meant to replace the manual process of you picking up the phone and actually nurturing the relationship. Automation can't do that. What automation can do 
is it can ensure that some of those leads aren't falling through the cracks by being present, by being uh, top of mind and by varying your attempts. But the automation can't do the job of nurturing the relationship. You have to do the job of nurturing the relationship. Um, automation can assist in, you know, going through a, a hundred sort of leads, chasing them down and finding the right opportunities so that you can convert those into appointments. And then you show up, get on the phone and close the sale. But, but automation can't do the work of nurturing the relationship. So that's all I have for this episode. Um, think about your current process. Hopefully that gives you the confidence to, to develop a more effective nurturing process going forward. If you have any questions on how to set up these drip campaigns, um, I have a Lion Desk account and I've uploaded some of these drip campaigns to my Lion Desk account. So just click the link in the show notes if you want access to the drip campaigns. Um, and that's what we do. We put them on an annual cadence. We leverage tools like Homebot to make sure they're getting contacted or dripped on monthly. And then the name of the game is continue to nurture and convert, nurture and convert. Hope you guys found that helpful. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode. Bye.